Patient-centred care is the easiest way to provide the best care possible and to deliver it. We need a healthy dose of partnerships. Improving pathways, opening lines of communication or providing transparency across the continuum. These projects exemplify collaboration and are drastically improving outcomes for their consumers. I guess there is a reason why they say teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I'm grateful today to be here on the lands that have been nurtured and cared for by the Turbal and Jagera people, and I'm humbled to reside and work on the lands of the traditional owners of my hometown. Their rich culture and spirit nourishes all of us who are fortunate enough to live there. Today I'd like to share a story with you about a curiosity-driven meander that became a delightful and rewarding journey. The real stars of the story today are the partners who journeyed along to support change and better meet patient needs. Uh, This story is set in St George, the inland fishing capital of Queensland on the Boulogne River. St George grows the finest cotton in the world. It's where the career of this young accountant turned media magnet began. It's just above where the bumps start on the Queensland-New South Wales border and is six conversation hours or too many wiggle CDs drive from Brisbane. A little town of about 3,000 people, it punches well above its weight in health demand and activity. And my role there is as a rural generalist physiotherapist in our little local hospital. Before we dive into this story today, I must preface by sharing that it's only in hindsight I can see how this journey evolved. It was an innate exploration that just took its course and the steps weren't as linear and tangible as described today. Time-wise too, this occurred organically. It was a series of moments of talking, tinkering and taking opportunity as it arose. And whilst I might inadvertently use the term I, this was by no means a single person journey. So when I talk today, scrap any dance solo thoughts and think group dance or flash mob with its inherent altruism, cohesion and energy. This journey began on my daily meanderings to a hospital ward. Every day at about this time, during the post-lunch slump, I'd head toward, to the ward to see inpatients. And it started to dawn on me that many days in a row, at times week after week, I started seeing the same patients waiting in our ED reception. Often they were elderly, needed assistance to attend, and generally presented as people for whom getting to the hospital was likely to be difficult. Enter here my first partner, my own curiosity. I learned from a little gentle probing that these people were awaiting appointments at our wound care clinic. The clinic was housed in our ED at 2pm daily and it was staffed by the nurse rostered on ED that day. Waiting was subject to ED and ward patient flow. Like you're possibly thinking, it struck me that this situation wasn't ideal and egged on by my partner of my own curiosity, I felt a strong desire to better understand what was going on. At this point, I found my second partner. I needed to talk to the person who knew how things worked, what had gone before, who knew who was who, had their finger on their pulse and importantly, who I could safely approach without judgement or promise. This person for me was our Don at the time. We had some of those precious corridor conversations which set me on a path. I learned that there had been market failure in other agencies taking on this role and the current situation was people doing their best with the circumstances at hand. We shared a mutual understanding that the current situation wasn't ideal. Importantly came a permission of sorts to continue exploring. Finding a like-minded adventurer who was able to give me a degree of permission to explore was a defining moment. There was no promise from either party, and in hindsight we can say that at this point there was probably no more risk in having a look around than not doing anything. This led me to my next set of partners, my trusty skilled colleagues. 
My first thought as a clinician was that my physio and OT colleagues had something to offer this patient cohort with our wound care skill set. We were also well placed to initiate a broader multidisciplinary approach for these patients. We started to seed a new way of working, and even if this had been the conclusion of this meandering, we'd been catalysts for change and had created a layer of stability and consistency in the clinic. Importantly, this gave us a few small wins with our patients and colleagues, which built trust and paved the way for our later journeying. These partners enabled us to wiggle our way in to get first-hand exposure to the clinic and further explore. Working in the clinics drew us to our next set of partners, our patients, and boy, did they have some stories to share while we physioed and OT'd away in this clinic. It was there amongst the usual hustle of ED that we learned and heard and witnessed their patient stories. There were the obvious things they shared about their waiting being subject to ED activity, hearing all the ongoings of an ED, and having difficulty accessing the hospital on a recurring basis. But they were also acutely aware of lots of other issues that soon became apparent. They struggle with our gaps in continuity, clinical leadership and case management. In wanting to better understand this patient experience, I reviewed some charts of our recurrent patients. I saw patterns around the amount and type of care being provided. Knowing this was possibly an inherent component of the complex space that is wound care, I felt the need to understand the story better, so approached my next set of partners, the staff running the clinics. Again, some gentle corridor and bedside conversations and observations filled out the story. I learned that these very well-intended clinicians often felt out of scope, unsupported and overwhelmed. These experiences weren't limited to our nursing staff, but our medical staff as well, who were often turned to for oversight and advice, but also felt unskilled in this tricky specialised work area. We talked to our ward clerks, doors person, operational officers, home care coordinators, primary community care staff. No one was really having fun here. But fundamentally, everyone was invested in trying to do their best for the patients within the constraints of the situation as it appeared to them. What was in place seemed quite fragile. We didn't have any obvious risk mandata. Things weren't going as wrong as such. They just weren't going as right as they could be. But the stories, experiences and documentation helped us to see what all the partners in the journey needed for this clinic. At this stage, it was becoming a bit of a flash mob situation. We had lots of cohesion, momentum and energy. People were engaged and had skin in the game, helped, along, helped by some wins along the way and the knowledge that they weren't alone. As time went on for me, this afternoon Meander turned to a desire to, under, to ensure this went further. We certainly needed to improve our patients' and clinicians' experiences of care. But herein lay my issue. To date, the fact that I had no project, no budget, no timeline, no meetings and no expectations had been the freeing part of this journey. It enabled me to explore and understand without promise or expectation. But it also meant I had no agency or role to play. Or did it? I decided to see if I could create more of a compelling story and so hit the data road. We surveyed our medical, nursing and PCC clinicians and formally asked them about their experiences. We counted and journaled some of our patient presentations. We compiled information around an overwhelming demand, preventable hospitalisations and diversions from best practice. We detailed the DRG codes in ED, of which two of the top ten related to wound care issues, and considered alternatives and missed opportunities such as telehealth and consultative input. Our arguments for change were compelling. We had a rich narrative and knew the priority elements we would recommend if the option for redesign came about and we were at a point of working out what our next steps might be. And then it's early 2020 and in sways an uninvited, unplanned partner, young COVID, our most rigid partner who wouldn't leave, who states that we have to move clinics out of ED to segregate staff, to minimise presentations of vulnerable people to our facilities. Well, um, 
Okay, that could work for us. I guess we'll take up the offer to dedicate one nurse to perform wound care, and I guess we could move to a different location and start using home visits. Here we were with the golden opportunity to trial our redesign built on all our partner information and experience, and work it did. We were fortunate enough to have the perfect staff member take on a role in leading the redesign clinic with the multidisciplinary team approach. We had someone to coordinate care and bring in other supports such as telehealth and clinical support and the statewide foot care service. We could use set patient times, support inpatient care of complex wounds, facilitate MDT input, use home visits and engage with other healthcare providers both inside and outside the HHS. We'd been given lemons and we were making some of the best lemonade ever. But there's more. A few months in, our patient outcomes are greatly improved, staff are feeling supported and the service is consistent, safe and reliable and meeting needs because we'd had the time and the space in designing to make sure that it did. It had made itself somewhat invaluable and we were ready to pounce at any funding opportunity that dared cross our paths. So when a funding redistribution came into our story, the adventure hit a new high. We were given the redistributed permanent funding to support a 0.5 FTE nurse navigator position to lead our wound care service. And lead they have. And like all good adventurers, we've already taken some other journeys and have more planned as we refine the model. Now, hopefully my post-lunch story hasn't sent you to sleep. And my important message today isn't about an MDT approach to wound care. My intention today, as I stand amongst clinical excellence giants, is to share my learnings of a change journey with all its partners, both invited and unexpected, and to promote the value frontline clinicians can bring with their ideas, observations and discussions. On face value, I really didn't have any place or agency as a community physiotherapist in an acute nursing-led wound care clinic. But my perceived shortcomings were of value. I was able to bring the perspective of a slightly naive observer an invested, invested community member and clinician, and a willingness to listen and learn without fear or favour. A very wise lady, who's here today, once said to me, you don't need funding to think differently. I had what I now know to be the freedom of no project, no timeline, no budget and no expectations. And most importantly, I had the power from my flash mob of partners to bring about meaningful change. Being here today as Lucky Showcase ticket holders, you're all undoubtedly well-intentioned, motivated people with huge potential. As such, I truly urge you to back yourselves, to see what could come of all those little or big rumblings around in your heads as you trundle along. I could never have imagined what would become of my curiosity-driven meanderings. It would be unrural Queenslander of me not to hark to a farming concept as I leave you today. I've certainly had days where I felt as small as this little cotton seed in the huge environment that is Queensland Health. And if this little, quick, this little cotton seed looked up and anticipated itself as your next pair of Levi's, it could rightly be overwhelmed and wonder how on earth it could create such a huge change from where it sits, buried amongst the ongoings of its huge environment. But in just starting in the dirt, trusting its own potential, working with the conditions, finding and using the resources around it, taking each stage an opportunity for growth as it comes, gather round people. As the famous poet once said, from little things, big things grow. So I encourage you to look in the dirt around you, have an explore and a crack and see what happens and what grows. And imagine if lots of us had a crack together, a showcase flash mob rocking along to Paul Kelly in Levi's. Thank you. 
As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.